Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of this A Giant in You podcast. Today we're going to talk about turning your pain into creativity. I had a different topic, but I feel like I didn't really uh, dive deep into it. So I'm going to dive deep into this one, man. Turn your pain into creativity. No one really knows what you've been through and what you've already uh, gone through. So nobody knows what you're going through now and what you've already been through, right? But you can use all your experiences, the good, the bad, all that, to turn it into something good. So why not create something for yourself? Why not create what you want out of life? Because you are the creator of your life. There's no one else that's the creator of your life. But once you understand that, then you know that you can you can actually take strides in your life and change like things that's going on around you. So you basically won't be a victim of your circumstance. You will control your circumstances. You get what I'm saying? Because pain is ultimately how you are going to be able to to relate to others. Like, for example, bro, if you've been down and out and you need money and then you see a homeless person need money, you're going to most likely give them some money if you got some money, right? Right. It's all about where you where you've been at and where you're going. And if you see someone else, like let's say if you've been in a situation and let's say you're on that ladder of getting out of that situation, but you can see someone else is at the first rung of that ladder, you can bring them up a couple of couple of rungs of that ladder by just lending a hand and helping them out. You know? And that could be that could be your words, your wisdom. That could be all that. And What's crazy now, though, man, I was just uh, I was just talking to uh, someone who I grew up, not grew up with, but someone who uh, I spent some time teenage, uh, my teenage years with. And he always kind of had like some uh, like some mental mental issues and things like that. But you can tell that that wasn't really that wasn't really him. You get what I'm saying? So I believe that he believed that he had mental issues. And that's that's what goes on with that. But not only that, if we know that we got something up with our mental, we got to take care of that. We can't be doing certain things. We can't be drinking alcohol. We can't be smoking K2. You get what I'm saying? If you're smoking K2 and you got mental problems, mental issues, then that that that's something wrong right there. Because K2 already going to put a hole in your damn brain. Can't be smoking no K2. You can't be smoking no damn sticks and, ste- sick, sticks and seeds, my dude. You feel me? You can't be doing that type of stuff. So I was telling him, I was like, yo, look, I see you in that situation that you're in. You're kind of happy that you got, you know, your little your little check or something coming in from the government and stuff, bro. But I'm sitting there telling him, like, bro, I know you've been in church and I know you believe Jesus is going to save you and all this, man. But Jesus is not coming out of that sky. If you, if you do your research, man, Jesus is not coming out of that sky and save you. I don't care what nobody say. And I told him that. And the reason why I I can turn my pain into creativity is because I used to believe that Jesus was going to come out the sky and save me. You know, so I can feel that pain. But I also know that when you operate and you believe that. You can believe a lot of other stuff that someone can just tell you. You don't even necessarily got to you don't even necessarily got to know it, but you you most likely believe it more often than not when you operate in that low. To believe that someone's just gonna come in and take you out of your circumstances. Because no one's gonna take you out of your circumstances. Think about how many times you've been down and out and you know you've been down bad, and then you go look online and maybe your family member, maybe your friend balling. 
and you 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 probably thinking like, damn man, they they can help me out right now, but they ain't gonna call you. They ain't gonna pick the pick up the phone and call you and check up on you, cause they don't even. First of all, they probably don't even know you down bad, and second of all, they they focus on themselves. There's some people out here that's gonna be just straight selfish, and there's some people out here that don't know that you're that you're in need of help. You get what I'm saying? So I was sitting here telling him, man, I know you waiting on that 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 check to come in every month, man, but you down bad, man. You ain't got nothing going for yourself, man. You got to try to <clears throat> You got to stop trying to look for handouts and take take everything that you want out of this world. You know? Everything comes back. Everything that I have that I will talk about on this podcast is always going to come back to you taking over your world, taking over your life, taking over what's yours, taking control of the direction that you want to go forward in life and not letting someone else um, dictate where you're going to go in, in this world because we all are on a path to get to where we want to go. But some people don't really know where they really want to go. They just let somebody else tell them where they need to go. You get what I'm saying? And as a man, we have to have direction. As a man, we have to we have to have control over our, over our emotions and know exactly what we want out of this world and life. Because Playboy, because <laughs> Playboy, she ain't attracted to your looks, Playboy. She attracted to your drive, Playboy. You get it? She attracted to the way you move. She attracted to the to your to your discipline. She attracted to when you say no to her ass. She attracted to when you when you on your purpose. When you not even focus on her. That's what they attracted to. They women women are like <clears throat> as a man, you probably think women they just want affection and things like that, but no, women really just want stability. And as a man, you should want stability. You know? So focus on yourself. <clears throat> Turn your pain into your creativity. Whatever you've been through. If you woke up, you stump your toe in the damn dresser drawer, dresser. Use that as some damn uh, some fuel to create something, you know. Because creativity only allows uh, only only lies within you. And I was listening to uh, Jim Rome and and, uh, and Les Brown and Jordan Peterson. They they had like a little compilation, but Les Brown was like, "What if you on your deathbed and in all your dreams?" All your ideas, all the things that you thought about doing that you never did comes back to your head while you're on your deathbed. You basically dying twice because you're going to be so mad and upset that you didn't go for your dreams while you had the chance. And then you're already going to be stressing yourself out more by thinking about why you ain't go for your dreams. You're going to probably die faster on your deathbed, <laughs> which is crazy because... I know we can go through life, man, and just think that just think that we can't change shit, but we are actually in control. But we have to take control of our mind. We have to take control of what comes in our thoughts. Like our thoughts, we can take control of those. We can take control over what comes in our own head. And we can take control over if it's not our thought, we can take control and throw it away out of our head. That's why meditation. Meditation is important, especially when you got if you got anger issues or anger problems and you can't control your emotions. I'm trying to tell you, meditation is the key to life. Meditation is how you gonna really find yourself. And I know that like 
days that I, I don't meditate as much as I should. And those be the days that I feel, I feel like my mind is, is, is overthinking. I feel like my mind is on a hundred. And those be the those be the days that be the most stressful days when I don't take the time out and take care of myself. Because when you wake up in the morning, I know that you probably a mother or a father or, you know, or you got to take care of certain things as soon as you wake up in the morning that you probably don't even focus on yourself when you wake up in the morning. But you got to put time like let's say let's say you go to work at. Let's say you got a job and you go to work at five o'clock. And it take you 20 minutes to get there and you got to get in the shower. Let's say you woke up at 420. Where's the time to yourself? Because you're going to get because you woke up at 420. You got to be there at five. It takes you 20 minutes to get there. So you're going to take like a five minute shower, get dressed, you know, take you about 10 minutes to get dressed. You're going to be at work within like, you know. Five minutes to spare. I mean, if you do get to work five minutes to spare, meditate then. Close your eyes. And just feel those thoughts come out your head, come through your brain. Just let it go through your brain. Just let it do its thing. Just let it do its thing. And then you're going to start to see that your mind and your brain is going to slow down to where you can actually put your own ideas in it. You can actually put your own thoughts in it. And then not only that, you're going to have actually clearer thoughts. You're not going to have brain fog. You're not going to have um, these laps in your brain to where you're not thinking. You're always going to be able to come up with a solution if you have a clear mind. If your mind is clear, <clears throat> you can have great things come into your mind. But if your mind is cluttered, how are you going to be able to think? How are you going to be able to control your emotions? How you how are you going to be able to turn your pain into creativity? Hmm. Your pain is what make people relate to you. Your creativity is what's going to make people draw to you. Hmm. And I'm not saying that everybody is a people person, but I do believe that if you show your creativity, it's only going to draw those like-minded people that create like you and then it's going to make you more um empowered and you're going to be feeling good about yourself and you're going to want to do it more you got to feel good about yourself so you can do things more you can't you can't be feeling down and i know some days is harder than others but like i said you are in control of all this and i'm sitting here looking at I'm I'm looking at some of the situations that I've been through and some of the people that I've that I've walked walked with and talked to and knowing that they are just a reflection of where I was. But now who's gonna reflect me now when I'm going up? It's not gonna be nowhere, nobody around this circumstance, nowhere around this situation. It ain't gonna be nowhere in this city. Ain't nobody gonna be able to relate to me on that level because I'm elevating so high that Merlin ain't gonna be able to control me. Merlin ain't going to be able to hold me. I'm already thinking about other endeavors. I'm already thinking about other um, places to be and places to live, you know? And that all starts from me taking control of my life. It all started from me saying, fuck this job. I'm taking control of my life. You get what I'm saying? Because that damn job ain't going to do shit but just 
hold you. It's going to maybe, yeah, you might get a good house or a decent house and it's cool. And I know that's probably like the old way of thinking, like how, how our parents was taught and how, how they how their parents was taught. But we are the new generation. We know that work and job and all that shit, that shit is bullshit because we feeding another man's pockets. If we ain't got nothing going for ourselves, then we know that that's bullshit. Like, let's say, like, let's say you work at a job, but you working towards your own, your own thing. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. But when you working at a job and you, and that's the only thing that you focus on, like, basically your whole life. And you know a job got a damn cap to it. Because I remember, bro, I was working at Best Buy, right? And I guess, I guess some people was getting paid $15, bro. And they've been there for some years. But the minimum wage went up to $15. And then now they mad at us because we getting paid $15. No, motherfucker, be mad at yourself because you allowed to be at this job for fucking 15 years. And you let these motherfuckers put a cap on your money. And you over here working hard and slaving and shit like that. Nah, that's your fault. Put the blame on you. Don't put the blame on, on, on the company to actually help those who actually, you know what I mean, who need more money. Because straight up, Best Buy, they don't give you no motherfucking hours. So they need to they need to up the pay. You know what I mean? Straight up. So they they was bitter that we were starting to make fifteen and they was only making like what fifteen, fifty, six, sixteen dollars at that time. But that's that's really on them for disclosing how much they making. <laughs> like think about everything that happens, man. If someone gets upset with something that, that that's happened to you, that's the straight hater. Go pick that shit up with somebody else. Straight up. And this shit is irking me right now, or not even irking me, but just it's, it's making me feel a type of way because I, I already control my emotions. But it's making me feel a type of way now to know that what my life is on now, to know that like how low I was operating back then, like frequency-wise, to know that I wasn't even really stressing on the shit. You know? Then there was this one time too, man. That this this time definitely pissed me off. So my manager come up to me was like, "Hey, so you eligible to get a lump sum of like I think it was like eight hundred dollars or some shit, right?" And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then she came back and she was like, "Yeah, you you got it. You're going to get it in October, like like, like three weeks from now." She was saying that, right? So I was going to get paid like a week before that check, and I was going to get that check. So it was going to be about it was going to be a cool little you know, 1300 or something like that, right? But then, check this out. She comes back and tell me, oh, actually, actually, you're going to get a, 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 a 15 cent raise. Man, that shit didn't piss me off. Bro, I'd rather take the lump sum of $800 than a fucking 15% raise, my nigga. 15 cent raise. So now I'm turning that pain into creativity. You get what I'm saying? That shit irked me so bad then. Now I'm going to take that pain into creativity. Now I'm going to go and skyrocket past all those that work. In the, not necessarily like not necessarily employees type stuff, but just saying like the powers that be. My goal is to have my own shit. My own, I'm an entrepreneur, right? So my goal is to have my own shit. I'm not going to be a manager or a, a a general manager. That's not my goal. My goal is to be the owner. My goal is to own. 
You get it? You see the mindset? See the mindset switch? See the mindset change? My goal is to own. And now if you're in a situation to where, like, you are a manager and you're doing good for yourself and you stacking up, man, do you. But what I'm trying to say is don't only do that. Do other things, too. So you can eventually get out of that shit. Let's be honest, bro. Who the fuck want to be at a job forever? Why not try to work towards getting out of that thing forever? You can use the job the way the job use you, but do things outside of the job to where you don't need that job. You get what I'm saying? Because everybody want to be free. Who the hell want to go to work and work for the work for the man? That don't really care about you. That don't even know your name. Like the, the your, your owner of that company don't even know your name. <laughs> See, I'm gonna know my I'm gonna know my my worker's name or people who who are under me. I'm gonna know their name. I'm gonna know I'm gonna know I'm on a personal relationship. Cause I'm gonna be in a space. I ain't gonna have just something up and running and just just doing that. Nah. Maybe if I die or something and it's stuff still running, of course I ain't gonna know them then. But the point I'm making is that. I'm going to have a relationship with people to where if they do work under me, they're going to be satisfied with the pay. They're going to be satisfied with the relationship and they're going to know what I want out of them. And not only that, they can learn from me to be their own entrepreneur, their own businessman, their own businesswoman, you know, because you're only as good as what you can do for others. The only way to get rich is to enrich others. That can be with knowledge, wisdom, understanding, culture. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I was about to hit the supreme mathematics on y'all. Y'all ain't hip to that. Y'all ain't hip to that, man. You know? That culture, or that, the power, equality, God, build and destroy, build or destroy, and then born. You know? Cypher. You know? Supreme mathematics, you know? Stuff I'm learning, man. Every day I'm learning. So every day you can learn too. But what I'm saying is, man, look. Turn your pain into creativity. If you like to draw, if you want to be a fashion designer, if you want to be a rapper, a singer, like I said, you want to create merch, you got to start somewhere. That's why, that's why the topic of yesterday was the law of accumulation. Because if you accumulate skills every day, if you accumulate a little every day, it's going to eventually grow to something big. If you learn something every day, your mind is eventually going to have so much stuff that's in your mind that you already learned. Right. Right. So we got to understand what benefits us and what detriments us. One thing I noticed was what was detrimenting me. Or it was like not not serving me really like something that I really needed was like no I used to be on a game all the time. The game, the PS5, PS4, whatever. If it's not really benefiting you for no 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 real no real gain, no real check, yeah, it's a good outlet to 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 ease your stress or a good outlet to not be in the street to get in trouble. But ultimately what is it doing is really like frying your brain. You know, so that's why, like, now when I get back, like, when I really get back playing the game, I'm going to set up all my streaming shit to where if I do get on the game, I'm only going to be on there for about two, three hours talking to the boys and streaming. That's it. 
You know what I mean? Because honestly, now, like, the, the game right now, that shit is real boring. Watching TV right now, is, that shit is real boring. But I, I didn't I didn't know that that shit was boring because I was always, like, you know, just taking in the content. You know what I mean? Just taking in the content. But no, now that I really know that, like, once you get on that action, once you start moving and all that stuff, bro, like Netflix, TV, video games, uh, conversations that don't really mean shit, um, a lot of that shit is really boring. <laughs> a lot of that shit is really boring. And I'm figuring out, like, certain shit anyway, like, I'm quick to be, get bored anyway. But I didn't even notice that about me until I started really getting on my path. When I started taking care of my health, I stopped being a, a low vibration uh, a person. You know what I mean? I'm vibrating high right now. I'm vibrating with the hawks. I'm vibrating with the butterflies. Like, like when people come around me, man, they know that they know that they feel my aura. Like they they feel my aura. They feel my presence. Like right now, I'm oh, I'm out here talking. Right, I'm on I'm on the podcast. Right. It's four or five baby birds right by the car. That's how I'm, that's how high I am operating. I'm protecting my seed. I'm not out here. I'm, I'm on semen retention. You get what I'm saying? I'm not out here busting nuts. I'm not out here going crazy and impregnating women and 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 operating low. I'm not out here, man. Man, check this out, right? So I've been I've been doing good with, with, with eating and fasting and stuff, right? But I had a craving for some damn chicken because I be I be fucking up that golden chicken, right? Man, you know I get the little party wings, little southern style party wings, little fried chicken with the with the French fries. Now I'm starting to realize that I can't even eat fried food no more. Not to say that this shit ain't good for it's obviously not good for you, but I mean like what it did to my stomach. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like what it did to my insides, I'm like hell no. Nah. But then later, later that day, I had some grilled chicken and stuff. So I know that like, I know that I know that like fried foods really ain't really ain't um rocking with the boy no more. It's because I'm getting out of that bull crap out of my stomach. So where to where now? And if I eat that, my stomach is like ew, boy. This stuff is disgusting. You know what I mean? It's not sitting on a lot of waste no more. Because when you look at people who got got some chuck on them or whatever, like they got some got some pub to them, man, that ain't nothing but waste. That that, that ain't nothing but waste. They, people say that's fat. That hey, you fat? Nah, that's <laughs> like Dick Gregory tell you, man. That's that's boo boo. Hey, Dick Gregory, funny as hell, man. R.I.P. Dick Gregory, man. Yeah, he say, man, that's boo boo. Yeah, man. So when you when you when you feeling like a sloth and you feeling like that, man, just know that you can like you can change your circumstances. Just know that nothing is like um permanent. Only thing is permanent is if you make it permanent. If you say, oh no, I can't do that. Oh no, nah, there's no way I can do it. You telling your damn self, you telling your body, you telling your inner self, your inner child, you telling everything that functions with you that you can do something that you actually can. Cause what did Tony Montana? What did that damn thing come up on Tony Montana screen? That damn Goodyear blimp. What did it say? The world is yours. Like these movies, man. Like these movies is telling you the truth, but you you just watch it for just entertainment. 
you don't watch it to get knowledge. But these 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 movies that you watch, these sci-fi movies and other movies like that, man, it's always a message in the movie that you can take to change your life. It's a message in the movie that's telling you what what's going on that you got to watch out for or what's going on. And they're going to show it right in front of you because they got to show you if you know what I mean. They got to show you if you know what I mean. So look, man, turn your pain into creativity, man. That's all I'm doing right now, man. My life is going so crazy, right? Like, my life is amazing right now, and it's only going to get better. And I'm only going to elevate higher. And if you're rocking with the boy, you're going to only elevate with me. You know what I mean? Look, this is turning your pain into creativity, man. I feel like this episode could definitely um can change you. It can change you from not being a, a, a person that's just stagnant with a person with a drive and a direction. And I know, man, look, the hardest part about quitting your job and trying to do something for yourself is that time that you're going to spend alone trying to figure out things. And it's going to be hard, but look, <clears throat> look, man, it's it, it's a thing of a polarity, right? It's an up and it's a down. So whenever you're feeling down, Whenever you're feeling down, let's say like you're trying to change your life and you want things to go your way and it's not necessarily going your way right now and you're feeling down, just know if you stay persistent, if you stay at it, you're only going to go up. But not only is you going to go up, like I said yesterday, man, the sky's the limit. So how, how can you just stay plateau? Like how can you have your dreams be minute. How can you have someone else tell you that your dreams can't come true? Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't care who it is. And keep that negative negativity from around you. If you tell somebody you want to do this and they like, nah, nah, bro, nah, that ain't going to work. Man, look, fuck that and do it. And if you learn from your mistake and if it don't work, then look, you learn from it. But look, Maybe it's so different where you can do it, but you just made a mistake. So you can learn from your mistake. How else are you going to get better? How how else did, did, did Michael Jordan make all those game winning shots if he didn't fail missing them shots in the beginning? How else did Kobe Bryant become a clutch-ass player if he didn't airball them damn shots when they first put him in the game? I, guess, I think it was against the Jazz or whatever. I think it was like uh, a couple game winning situations. He airballed like twice. But then you look at Kobe Bryant's career, Kobe Bryant's out there, Joe, knocking down game winners. Kobe Bryant is one of the most mortalized, one of the most, like, popular players of all time. And the thing about Kobe Bryant, man, is this. It was many years. I mean, I know the, I know the Jets don't know this shit, right? But it was many years that Kobe Bryant was hated. Like, for one, I ain't really like, I ain't really like Kobe. One reason was because I was a huge ass AI fan growing up, and you know they beat they beat the uh, they beat the Sixers. That was like my first first time watching the NBA. Then uh, the Sixers beat the Nets, and they end up going against the Lakers. And the Lakers ended up beating them four one, but you know AI had to do every damn thing, and he going up against big ass Shaq. You know what I mean? <laughs> big, big, big ass Shaq and Kobe big as hell too. You know what I mean? Kobe sick, sick, guarding goddamn AI. So, so like, and then not not only that, but like, like Kobe skills always elevated and it grew. 
And when he got older, he changed his game. You know what I mean? He got older, he started being more uh, back to the basket. As he got older, he started to look more for, uh, you know, his post game. You know? Because you can't get past those faster guys as you get older because you lose your step, you lose your speed. But you don't ever lose your craftiness. That's why you always got to keep at it with your mind because if, you're, if your mind is continuously uh, working every day to grow every day, and if and, and let's say like Kobe Bryant is at the gym 4 a.m. and he don't leave till 8, 8 a.m., right? Then he come back 2 p.m., don't leave till 3, 5 p.m., and then the game is at 7 or 7.30, right? So then he done already got two sessions in and let's say it's a guy that came off a damn, let's say, a rookie just came in the league. He can either learn from Kobe's uh, work ethic or he's just going to be feeling down on himself that Kobe just bust his ass. But but Kobe been working on them same moves a thousand times and the kid just got in the league to where he ain't, he not really, um, he not a master at the skill yet, you know? Because it takes 10,000 hours to master a skill. Hmm. It's a lot of gems I'm dropping in this joint, man. I'm going to leave it right there, man. Turn your pain into creativity, man. It's a giant in you. Always remember that, man. Stay up.